You're listening to Out of the Box Success with Audra Bartlett, episode 27, the last of the season. In order for you to live your most extraordinary life, you're going to have to be willing to think outside of the box as to what success truly means for you in your business and life. Hi, I'm Audra Bartlett, certified success coach, multi-passionate, multi-business entrepreneur, and I've come to shake things up to get those creative juices flowing and get you really believing in what is possible truly for your life. Y'all, this is bittersweet and so crazy. This is the last episode of the season and oh I'm getting a little I'm getting a little teary. It is huge. It is huge. Ironically enough or serendipitously enough, I was watching a video last night on the infamous TikTok. If you're not familiar, it's a slippery slope, but I was watching a video about podcasts and she was talking about how the majority of podcasts end before 20 episodes. And that if you make it past 20 episodes, you're in the top 1% of podcasts. As far as production, that most people don't make it past the 20. I'm at 27, which I think is incredible. I have no idea where this person found their statistics, but I'm running with it. I did then research some statistics, which I would like to celebrate because 80% of podcasts fail. 80% of podcasts stop before they get to their first year. And I'm already halfway through my first year and I'm already inching up on that 20% of people that are going to continue because this is just season one, baby. Me and Connor, if you don't remember who Connor is, he is my podcast producer. We are continuing on after this. And I'm going to tell you about that at the end of this episode, but I want to just take some time to celebrate coming this far. I'm going to celebrate that I have done 27 episodes, that nine of them have been with incredible people who I got the privilege of interviewing and talking to about their work, about their success, about their lives. And... I'm so grateful for each and every one of them that participated. I feel like I've really grown as a podcaster. I've not just honed how I speak on my podcasts or what I say or how I say it, but I, as I've explained over the last several episodes, I went down the path not knowing where it would lead me. I was brave and continued on. I pushed through even when I really did not feel like recording an episode that week. There were some weeks where I had to like force myself into the office, force myself to sit down with my composition notebook that I write all my podcast episodes in and do it. But I knew that I had committed to releasing one podcast a week every Monday and getting it to Connor in a reasonable time for him to be able to edit it. And this process has held me accountable, has held me accountable to my commitment. And it also showed me that even when I don't feel like it, 
you know, when we'd rather be sitting on the couch or watching Netflix or doing something instead of doing the things we committed to, that once I got there, once I got to my office with my composition notebook, all of a sudden that creativity, that spark, that excitement would eventually come out. I would start, I would start thinking about what I wanted to say, and I would start to get this energy and light up and get excited about it. So I showed myself that as long as I could get myself there, it's kind of like getting yourself to the gym and starting to do the workout. And then you eventually are like, yeah, this isn't so bad. This is actually kind of nice. I'm actually kind of liking this. So I kept showing up. I kept showing up for myself in this process. I kept showing up for you in this process. For you, dear listener. For you, the person who hopefully will have some celebrations yourself from listening to these episodes. Things you've learned, things you've done. So I learned also the love of my interviews. The love of interviewees, of interviewing, of all of that. And I developed my podcasting style, which I'm sure will continue to evolve and grow and become something even better as I continue on. Because episode one, I was brand spanking new. And episode 27, I'm finally starting to get my podcasting chops. By episode 100, who knows what will happen. So I just want to really dig into the importance of celebrating both your small and big wins, both the small and big things and medium things that you do every week, every day, every month, every year, and how important it is for us to pause and celebrate and reflect. I could have just done another episode today and washed over and been like, oh, cool, like I did a podcast, right? But I'm taking the time to really look at what I've done and how cool it is. What I've done and how I, through this process, have learned and grown. And when I work with clients, talking about celebrating is one of the integral parts of my coaching work. It's something that I have learned so acutely over the years. It's one of something one of my mentors taught me and really, really encouraged me. I won't say made me because nobody makes you do anything, but really kind of pushed me to do at one point when I had done something big in business, she was like, okay, now do something to celebrate. Take yourself out or do something nice for yourself. Really reflect on what you've done. And it's fascinating that when I ask people to celebrate themselves, ask my clients to celebrate themselves, it's one of the things that make them so uncomfortable. They don't want to celebrate themselves. You would think logically, you're like, oh yeah, of course I want to celebrate what I've done. But so many people want to skip over this step. They don't want to pause and do it. And there are several reasons, I think, why we resist celebrating ourselves or we don't want to celebrate ourselves. One of the things I've learned from Brene Brown, and if you're not familiar with Brene Brown, please Google her and watch her TED talk about vulnerability. Uh, She's a researcher, and I believe she researches shame. And she talks about all sorts of different human emotions. And I've heard her talk about 
the idea that joy is one of the most difficult human emotions for us to have. And you're like, what? Wait, why? Because when we experience joy, we have a hard time holding it. If we're in joy, we're always thinking, oh, what's, when's the next shoe going to drop? Or it can't be this good. Or something bad is now going to happen. It's almost as if we spend too much time in joy. We think that we're going to get punished for being in joy for too long. So I think that is part of it. We as humans actually feel uncomfortable being in joy for too long. Like the the rug's going to get pulled out from underneath us if we spend more than a few seconds really celebrating ourselves. I think the other part is a lot of people think if we give ourselves, quote unquote, too much credit, too many kudos, too many pats on the back, then we're going to lose motivation to continue. That we have drive because we are pushing ourselves, because we're being mean to ourselves, because we're slamming ourselves into work, into must do, must have, should, should, should. And I can tell you from personal experience that that is definitely one way to get things done. But it does not feel very good at the end. And so a lot of times people feel this discomfort with giving ourselves credit or define it as too much credit because after that point, we will lose motivation. And what can actually happen is we actually have the space to then find a different way to create. And the third thing I think that comes up a lot is that it's just plain uncomfortable to celebrate us. That if we're actually in this, like, look at me, I did it, I'm choosing to celebrate, not somebody threw a party for me or my office threw a congratulatory dinner, but I'm personally choosing to do things for celebration of myself that it's uncomfortable to do it. And this allows the space for those judgments to come in. The, oh, you're so full of yourself, or who do you think you are? It invites in those stories and those doubts and those limiting beliefs. It invites it all in, and the discomfort is there. And so all of these reasons are actually part of why it is so important to celebrate because it will A, give us the opportunity to acknowledge and recognize that these thoughts are there. That our limiting beliefs about us celebrating ourselves with too much credit or we're full of ourselves or the discomfort of holding joy is an opportunity for growth in itself just by choosing to celebrate what you've done. And the other part, which has been a life-changing realization for myself, when after my mentor had told me, stop, celebrate, feel all the feels, do the thing, I went and I journaled. I took myself out to this um, 
place called the Honeybee Embassy, which is essentially an apiary for, uh, you know, they make honey, they have little fun cocktails, they have chocolates, they have a pretty deck where you get to sit and just admire the surroundings. And so I took myself there and I just sat out there with a nice drink and some chocolates and journaled. I journaled about what I had done. I journaled about what I was celebrating. I journaled about who I became in the process of accomplishing this huge business goal. And that alone changed me because through the process of journaling and reflecting, I realized how important that pause was for integrating what I had done, for truly acknowledging myself to really recognize how remarkable it was, but also integrate the work to look at what I had done, what worked, what didn't work, what I would carry to the future, how I understand it, how I would do it different if I did it again. All of those things got to have real space and I got to have space with myself in that joy. And so I recognize that celebration actually allows us the space to integrate what we just did. We get to learn the lessons so we do not repeat them. We acknowledge and learn the lessons. We acknowledge the growth. We acknowledge decisions we made that we would make or not make again. And here is the most important part. We then make clearer decisions about what's next without the celebration, integration, reflection. We do not really get to be clear on what the next decision, move, thing we're going to create. What happens is we're more reacting versus being intentional. We often are continuing from a place of survival or hustle or just push, push, push through onto the next. Oh, that was great. I did that thing. What's next? What's next? What's next? And it becomes something where we're only partly choosing what's going to be next because we can't fully be present in the what's next unless we acknowledge where we are, what we've done, and then from that settled point, make a clear decision about what's going to be the next move. It made me think of this idea of being on a train. And it it kind of made me giggle because I thought of something that me and my best friend used to say to each other. And mind you, it was for a slightly different reason, but we would call each other out when we started to get into like a negative thought pattern, which was leading us down a path that we really didn't want to go on. And usually it was a mental path or perhaps a path that would be made from those negative thought patterns or beating ourselves up or the things we were saying to ourselves. And we would just look at each other and we would say, you're on a train with wet hair, you need to get off. And what that meant to us was 
that not only were you on a speeding train going to somewhere that you didn't make a decision you wanted to go to, you also had wet hair, which means you were much more susceptible to be getting sick. And we weren't talking about physical illness, which can happen though from mental illness. It was more talking about how the toxic thoughts were kind of poisoning us or making us sick. And I'm taking that into the idea that if you're on a train, perhaps with wet hair, that you're speeding down a track and if you don't stop to think about what the right direction is, if we're going to go left ahead or go straight ahead, we can just continue speeding on this train to wherever, maybe the destination you picked back a long time ago. You're on the speeding train and you can end up somewhere that you don't necessarily want to go anymore or want to go at all. And so I invite you to really take the time to celebrate yourself. Maybe there's been something that you've learned or some way you've grown from listening to this podcast. And if there was, I invite you to comment or to email me at audra at audrabartlett.com and celebrate with me. I want to hear what has happened for you. And if it's something else entirely, maybe unrelated to this podcast, still take the time to celebrate, to integrate, and to make a decision of what's next from that space. For me, the what's next is mostly formed, but only partially formed. And what that looks like is this is the last episode of this season. And in September, I'll be starting up a new season with some rebranding, some new photos, and quite possibly a new podcast name. I haven't fully decided on it, but I have made the realization over the last several months that the thing that truly speaks to me, I mean, truly, truly speaks to my soul and keeps coming up in my life over and over again since I was young was the idea of helping people accomplish their big dreams. And I know generally through the idea of -of out-of-the-box success, it is the direction we're going in. But I really want to speak to that, the accomplishment of your big dream, of deciding that you are no longer going to play small and you're going to make a full-on effort to accomplish the big dream. That is the direction this podcast will be going. And I'm very excited about it. And so I will release a small bonus episode when I have all of the details of that worked out that will help direct you if there is a name change, which there most likely be, to that new rebranded podcast. The other things that are coming up are my book. I am dedicated to finishing writing my book by my 40th birthday, which is November 2nd. And 
I have made pretty good progress so far, but most of August will be spent really, really diving into that writing process. I set this goal last year and it's amazing how fast this year has already gone and how much more I still need to get done before November 2nd. But I'm I'm absolutely in love with this process and in love with what I have learned about myself or relearned about myself as I wrote the book. The working title for it right now is The Things I Know Right Now, and it is a series of very fun, whimsical, sad, crazy, can't-believe-it-happened stories about my life, and through the lens of personal development, the thing I know right now based on that story. And it has been such a journey to write down some of these really inspirational and amazing stories of things that I have experienced in my life that have profoundly shifted the way that I see the world. It's like the ever wonder how I got to be this person book. And some are sad and some are intense and some are moments that happened that were five five minutes, a five minute moment in my life that is an entire chapter in the book. And so I'm excited to get that out there to the world. And last, lastly, I'm starting something called the Big Dream Blueprint, which will be a 90 minute session with me to help define and write out your big dream and a base blueprint of how you're going to get there. That will lead up to the most exciting of all of it, which will be a hybrid one-on-one and group container that I'm going to be putting together for the end of the year. And I'm going to save all of that joy for the next season's podcast. So I'm leaving you with that. I'm sending you so much love. I'm going to be spending August really enjoying summer and being with my son and writing and being by the water. And I hope you all enjoy your summer and the sun and the, and the water as much as I will. Till next season. Goodbye. Until next time, you too can live your most extraordinary life. Much love. Want to learn more? Go to audrebartlett.com where you can learn how to work with me, sign up on the email list, and even book a free call with me. 